0: As if we've not got enough to do before Christmas. These are going cheap. Since Friday, anyway. Political, political uh, footballs. Actually, having seen the forest result today, I, I'm regretting this, uh, this illustration. But the football will remain with me throughout the evening. I don't know about you, but Christmas seems to come around so quickly, doesn't it? It's like, you know, it's New Year. Christmas, New Year, Christmas, diet, mince pies, (laughs) diet, mince pies, no sooner has it gone, it's back again. I was struck reading the uh, Christmas story this year about how many announcements there were in it. And I guess as you look over the past year, you've probably had announcements too, some good, some bad. Two of the readers tonight had announcements in the last fortnight. One lost a grandmother, one lost a mother. Uh, I've had some good announcements as well. Uh, my middle daughter's a medic, and uh, boy, it's a trial being a parent of a medic because they, they just never stop taking exams. And they have to pay about 1,000 pounds to sit an exam, so you know the, the stakes are high. And uh, she'd taken this exam, and she was absolutely convinced that she'd failed. Uh, and we were at my oldest daughter's house, and uh, Beth came to the door, With a bottle, she said, anyone fancy some champagne? And she'd passed. And uh, the joy in the house, the relief, I can't tell you, was amazing. And then just a few months later, she uh, was able to talk to us from America, where she was on holiday with her husband, and uh, said, I'm expecting. It's great. It's great to get announcements like that, isn't it? Full of announcements, the Christmas story. There's the announcements to Mary. The angel Gabriel comes says, uh, Hail, O highly favoured one. And Mary thinks, what kind of greeting is that? And he tells her the announcement. Don't be afraid. You're going to have a child. He's going to be the son of the Most High. Then there are the shepherds. Uh, Quite an announcement there. And the angel says to them, Don't be afraid. For to you, this day, is born a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And uh, this business about being afraid is not surprising, I guess. It's not every day you meet an angel. But although the angels gave out quite a good display to the shepherds, when you read through the Bible, angels don't necessarily inspire fear, not by their very presence. It's something to do with the message that they bring. Because Mary, the shepherds, would have known from their Jewish history that angels tend to bring fairly life-changing messages. Uh, There's a story of Gideon. Uh, Gideon was a coward. Basically, his land had been occupied, and he was trying to thrash his corn out of sight of the enemy. He was in a great big hole. And this angel comes along and says to him, Hail, mighty warrior. And Gideon says, mighty warrior. Not me, not me. And so when angels come along, there's a, people tended to react a bit like the England football team prior to Gareth you know, Don't give me the ball, don't give me the ball. What am I going to do with that? Don't give me the message, I don't want to hear. A lot of fear. But also in the, in the Christmas story, the message comes with another gift, and it's a gift of being favored. Did you notice that in the readings? So when Gabriel comes to Mary, he says, "Hail, highly favored woman. Do not fear. You' found favor with God." And because of that reassurance of favor, Mary is able to take the gift. And take it right to herself. (laughs) And the shepherds. Glory to God in the highest. And peace to his people on earth on whom his favor rests. Think about the the Christmas story, of course, is that it's not really news, is it? I mean, we've known it all our lives since they first put a tea towel on our head when we're about four. And understandably, well, some people would say understandably, uh, nativity scenes now seem to attract dinosaurs and spacemen and all sorts of things just to freshen it up a little bit. But could that story come to us afresh tonight? So there's this little boy, and he's going down the road with his football, and uh, the ball runs away from him. And it runs underneath a car parked on the drive. And he goes and fetches it. This car is a reliant scimitar. Quite a nice car. This boy likes cars. He stands back and he looks at this car and admires it. And then he looks at the house. And he sees that the curtains in the house are closed. And he says to himself, it's a sunny day. If I had a car like this, I'd be out driving it. That little boy goes on. He's in and out of care. No one seems to really love him. No one takes particular interest in him. It's that one teacher at school who introduces him to art. And through art, he gets into music. Wind the clock forward, and he's famous. He's goldy. And uh, he's wealthy. And he has a terrible cocaine habit. And one day, he's been on a bender for a whole week. And he's in his house. And little boy comes down the road with his football. And the ball goes onto the drive where there's a Cosworth, there's a Ferrari, and there's a Porsche. And it goes underneath the Porsche. And Goldie looks out the window. And he says, my God, that's me. What have I done with myself? And so there are times, you see, when the stories that we have known for a long time actually come to us with fresh impact. In the Bible, two words are used for time. There's the word chronos, which is like Christmas, New Year, Christmas, New Year, Christmas, New Year. It's where we get the word chronology from. But there's also the word kairos, which means now, this moment, this moment. And so Jesus, 30 years after the first Christmas finds himself in a synagogue and he's given the privilege of reading from the prophet Isaiah and the scroll is given to him and he takes the scroll and he opens it and he turns to the set reading for the day and he reads these words, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he's anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And these words have been in the Jewish nation's heritage for 600 years. And he sits down and everyone looks at him and he says, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. And so, I've just got a very simple message for you today. In fact, ladies and gentlemen, I have an announcement. Good news. God has come to us. And you may be filled with fear, there's no need to be afraid. His favor is on you, and there's a gift. Mary took a risk in receiving that gift into her body. But that child, when he grew up, took a bigger risk as his body was crucified. Don't be afraid. God's favor rests on you. Maybe you have a memory. Maybe you have a memory going back a long way of a, the story that once brought you hope and vision and a future and life and maybe tonight could be the night when that story that announcement becomes for you life-giving and turns your life around so here it is good news peace on earth good news Joy, good news, favor. Why not receive it? Let's pray. Just in the quietness of this place, we've heard the story again that we know so well. But maybe it's time to stop and take stock. I say, but what have I become? And the story is about me. It's about the possibility of receiving the gift of God. So come to us Emmanuel, come abide with us. Prince of Peace, this Christmas time and forevermore. Amen.